0: Let's get started. Welcome back to our Mike Ferry Strategies podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me. Tony Smith here, uh, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization. And I've got an interesting topic today. And, you know, the topic that says, I object. Well, the truth of the matter is, if we're selling real estate, people object. They object to a whole variety of things that they object to before they'll sign up for, for services. So one of the strategies of Mike Ferry, first of all, is to have a response in every selling situation. And if you can understand what to do and say in every selling situation, you've got a much better chance. Confidence goes up, right? Your your desire to prospect goes up, your desire to present goes up, um, where on the flip side, if you don't know what to say, it's all just built, built with fear. But an actual strategy has taken place with Mike to understand handling objections when it comes to listing property. You know, if you really think about it, sellers only have a few ways that they object um, when you're listing a property. And those objections have been pretty much the same since time began. And what Mike realized early on in his career when he was selling real estate is, you know, everybody else was uh, trying to figure out how to just get in front of more people, get in front of more people, and Mike quickly understood, hey, listen, if I can have a response to the things that they always object to, then am I going to win in a competitive environment? Because if they always object to the same things, how good am I responding? So he actually, there's it's a strategy to handle objections. And I don't know how in your career, if if you address handling objections, if you have a strategy for it or not, but I want you to give you a few thoughts from Mike about, you know, handling objections. So think about this. First and foremost, before we really get too far into it, we have to know the difference between an objection, objection, which is just simply a question in the mind of the customer that remains unanswered. So think about it. An objection is just a question in the mind of the customer or prospect that remains unanswered. And a condition, which is a statement of fact that you can do nothing about. And so oftentimes, right out of the gate, we have to recognize... That are we? We think they're objecting, but it's really a condition. Things, for example, like you know, um, I would sell my home, Tony, but I've got to wait till my husband retires, and he doesn't retire to next year till next year. Now, is that an actual objection or is that a condition? That's a condition. Uh, You can't do anything about when the husband retires in a year or two, right? Um, I would list my home, but there's a lawsuit on the property, and I can't sell because there's an issue with the title. Is that an objection or is that a condition? That's a condition. It's a statement of fact. We can't do anything about it, right? You think about, you know, completely unmotivated client. I I don't even know where I would go, okay? Well, it's a bit of an objection, but then the truth is they're unmotivated. So if somebody's unmotivated, we can't do much about whether somebody's motivated or not. So you have to start asking yourself, some of the, you know, the roadblocks that you run into Are they truly objections or are you actually running into conditions and there's nothing you can do about it? If it's a statement of fact that you can't do anything about it, your odds of overcoming that and getting them to list the home with you are almost zero. So first you have to recognize that, right? Um, Secondly, you need to recognize that there is a direct specific correlation between the number of objections you receive and the strength and the quality of your presentation. Right, you you really have to understand that if if a seller asks you to come over, or you set an appointment with the seller to go and present with them to them, you have to think well they've you've already passed the first step. They're asking you to come over, so they must strongly be considering you as as an agent, uh, somebody they might choose. And then you think, okay, if you have a very weak presentation. You're dressed sloppily when you go in, you look nervous, you're unprepared, you've got poor materials, Uh, you rattle on and on, you uh, make big statements instead of asking questions. It's not, it doesn't have direction in any way. If you have a really weak presentation, the number of objections you receive will go up on it because as you're presenting, the seller starts to have questions in their mind. The big question is, do I want to hire this person? Um, they, you know, if you have a weak presentation, they say things like, ah, we wanna wait, we're gonna kick it around, we'll get back to you. Or they'll say, would you cut your commission? Um, you obviously haven't shown them your value because the presentation is so soft and so they they object, right? Um, I've got a friend I'm gonna go back and list with. Well, those things start to rise up on the back of a soft or not a strong presentation. So if you keep working on the strengthening your presentation, and you keep getting stronger and stronger with that, that's part of a strategy to drive down the amount of objections you get, right? Some of our best agents in the Mike Ferry system have spent so much time and they've worked so hard on their presentation that they hardly ever get objections at all anymore, right? Uh, The third thing that you maybe need to consider in this strategy of handling objections is you always need to learn that there's a pattern to run, When you handle objections, you always agree, you always smile, you always nod your head, you don't argue, this isn't arguing, right? Hey, we want you to cut your commission. Hey, what do you mean cut my commission? I don't want to cut commissions, my commission is worth everything, I need, that's just an argument. In fact, we've heard Mike say in live presentations before, he says, hey, in a listing presentation, can you ever win an argument? And everybody says, no, no. And Mike will say, yes, you can win an argument you just won't get the listing. So what's the advantage of winning an argument, not getting the listing? So hear this again, when handling objections, always agree, always smile, always nod your head in approval and never argue. And if you look at our objection handlers, if you go to mikeferry.com and you go to resources and you go to scripts and you download our objection handlers, we have canned responses for the most common objections. And if you notice it, they start with a, with a place to agree. I can appreciate that, right? That's, that's not an argument. That's, I can appreciate that, right? I understand your concern. That's a valid concern. You'll see these opening lines to objection handling because we want you to agree, smile. You ever catch yourself when someone gives you an objection where you can feel the frown or the anger or the frustration on your face? You roll your eyes. That's not gonna help you get there. You always smile, always agree, always nod your head and you don't argue, right? You know, we also have to consider sometimes in a selling situation that the, pro, you know, the prospect is just gonna bring up an objection to create a conversation. They wanna slow down the sales process. Doesn't everybody wanna slow down the sales process? Think about you when the last time you were in a, you went to a car dealership and you were going to buy a car and you wanna buy a car and you get in with the salesperson. And the salesperson starts, you know, selling you on buying a car. Would you like to take a test? No, no, no. Uh, You know, I've driven this car before. I've checked this all out online. Isn't that just you slowing down the sales process? Our clients wouldn't be any different, and they want to slow down the sales process. Most of the time, you can just keep going through your presentation, and you don't have to veer off and handle a specific objection. Hey, tell me about your commission. Okay, we're going to get to commissions in a minute. May I continue with my presentation? We'll get to that in a minute. If it was just a topic of conversation and they were trying to slow down the actual sale, when you get to the point where you ask for the signature, they just sign and the commission is gone. Okay, you have to recognize that's how we all behave. It's not them, it's all of us, right? And you also have to really start to appreciate objections too, right? Because in most cases, A prospect is not going to give you an objection or they're not even going to ask a question if they weren't actually considering working with you, right? You can't let what they say upset you. You know, you have to start seeing it as this. I'm moving closer to a sale. They're actually objecting or asking questions. Do you ever get the, uh, oh, no, no, that sounds great, great, great. Oh, everything you said was so great. Uh, We're not going to sign right now, but boy, I bet we're going to use you. Uh, We'll call you tomorrow that is not necessarily a great sign, is it? Many times that's the brush off where they're going to have you leave the house and then there's no listing gotten there, right? Well, you know, um, we might consider using you, but how long is your listing contract? Uh, What's your commission? What do you do to sell homes, right? Um, We have a friend in the business that we still need to consider. They wouldn't bring those things up if they weren't considering using you. But If you get upset at them doing that, it could just push it right off and and be done, right? Okay. Um, We also need to recognize in this this whole strategy of handling objections, the biggest advantage that you can give yourself is pre-qualifying every buyer and seller in advance. So you can draw the objections out before you make your presentation. Right? If you will learn to pre-qualify and ask all the questions that we would have you ask, they're designed to get the objections. And then if you send out a nice pre-listing package, which we'd also recommend, that's also designed to draw out more of the objections or questions they may have. So if you do those things in advance, you can go prepared. A major strategy is to do what you can to find out what they might object to before you get there. That way you can prepare, you can rehearse, you can practice. Right, I think I said this earlier, but objections never change, okay? They do not change they they They've been here forever have they Have people been asking you to cut your commission for a long time? Have people said they want to wait before they sign a contract? Have people said they have a friend in the business? People say they want to list high and they can come down later right these are These have been the same objections since time began since the objections never change and do not change. What's a better answer, to be frustrated about it or simply learn the answers, which gives you confidence to go out and present and prospect and do the whole thing? Do you know a solid response to every objection that the seller is going to give you? Have you memorized, rehearsed, practiced, uh, role-played the objections that you know you're going to receive this year, next year, every year in your career? This one always baffles me because it's one of those things that's so obvious they're gonna ask you to cut your commission. So should I hope that they don't ask or should I get better at my response pattern when they do? I think it's smart to get better at your response pattern, right? You know, think about this. There's actually a little strategy. There is a a little formula if you wanna learn how to handle objections, okay? You memorize and internalize the listing scripts. If you wanna get good at this, you memorize and internalize. You spend time practicing role-playing, memorize and internalize. You take it a step further and you really actually work to understand the logic in the script. When do you plan on moving? How long have you lived at this address? Where'd you move from? How'd you happen to pick this area? If you were to move where would you go next and when would that be? Think about the logic in the scripts. If you really understand our Mike Ferry scripts, they're all very logical. There's no crafty, sneaky clothes. There's no real special way to come in from left field. They're just straight up logic. And if you understand it, right, it's there. Now, the most important part of this whole thing to memorize it is the client will believe you when you believe you. If you're not convinced in your response pattern, if you're not convinced that you're the right agent for the job, if you're not convinced that waiting to list the home is not the right approach, then they're not going to believe you either, are they? So you have to really work hard to strengthen your belief system, right? And then there's times where, you know, you get baffled or there's an objection that comes that's, you know, um, in the last couple of years, there's been COVID, it's floated around. And those things float around has caused some additional, you know, objections and things that come up, okay? So you have to look at creating some language that you can master so you can respond logically to those kind of scenarios. It's just part of the deal, right? (laughs) We have in part of this strategy, there's actually just a little series of rules. I'll give you these to you. The rules of handling objections. Okay. Rule number one: Never argue, always agree. Never argue, always agree. Rule number two: Smile and nod your head when you receive them. Okay, smiling and nodding your head shows them that you you get this, you're used to it, you're comfortable. It's completely okay. You're you're comfortable in that zone. Nodding your head means I've seen this a thousand times. I understand, right? Um, rule number three: Ask a lot of questions. If you notice our objection handlers that we have, they ask questions. Rule number four, listen carefully to the answers. Boy, the one thing that can kill you with objection handling, hey, we want you to cut your, hey, no, no, let me tell you about commissions. If you don't listen carefully and let them speak, if you step on their response, if you're not there being really patient with this part, you're going to lose. So you have to learn to listen carefully to the answers. And then step five is answer the objection if necessary and move towards the close, right? Answer the objection if necessary. And then six, move towards the close. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward, right? You know, we always think about this in professional sports. Every member of the team, no matter how experienced, how good they are, um, has to attend three to four to five to six weeks of spring training every single year. Year in, year out, they have to be involved with that. It's part of being a professional. And then you look at the real estate training that we have. Do you have spring training for all these scripts and dialogues every single year? Do you spend four or five or six weeks learning the objection handlers? Most agents have spent four or five or six minutes at best working on this stuff, right? So the advice that Mike would give in this strategy is, do you have a whole series of role-play and practice sessions? Have you set up role-play partners? Do you have a whole series of are you role-playing and practicing the common objections, the presentation, the prospecting scripts, the dialogues that we have? It has to become a very vital part of what you do if you ever want to get to that level of what we'd call mastery in, in the sales dialogues? Are you practicing? Are you role-playing? Do you have several role play partners? Are you writing the scripts? Have you downloaded all of our scripts from the website? These are all parts of you becoming that true professional, just like a professional athlete is. And then, you know, if you really want to get involved, we have events. We have things that go off. I don't know if you've checked our event calendar on the We have constantly have a whole series of events queued up all over North America that we have ready, that we're ready to do. We've got superstar retreats and production retreats. We've got three day events. We've got workshop. We have this stuff all over all the time. If you're not already involved with us at a high level, you should consider getting involved with us at a much higher level and take the next step into becoming that true professional. So I hope you enjoy a little space and time with the objection handling part of it. It is a strategy. Um, I'd love for you to take some big moves in your career in mastering the strategy of being able to handle the objections you get from buyers and sellers. It's not rocket science, but it takes a little bit of work. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.